welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Laurent Collective Podcast. We are happy to be with you guys today. It is, um, well, the day that we're recording this right now, it's rainy outside, so we both got our warm cups of tea and are ready to dive in into a difficult topic. (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, our faces are like, ugh. But um, we have, yeah, uh, so many people we know are experienced this, have experienced this, we have experienced this, and we just thought, gosh, this is probably a topic we should talk about since it keeps coming up and stuff. Um, we have to have people come to us and said, how did you handle this? Um, and so what that is, is it's, it's the idea of like when you don't have closure on something. And what we mean is like, I think us as uh, people, we just would like to have everything wrapped up in a bow, right? Mm, um, yeah. Doesn't have to be a pretty bow necessarily, but know that like that's done moving on kind of thing. And so it is navigating life without closure. It's unfinished business, if you will, those kinds of things. And it is really hard when there's not that nice bow tied around it. When there's, even if it wasn't like the greatest of endings, there's still something about kind of having a final closure um, that feels good. Not not good, but maybe, I don't know what's the right words, helps you go into the next well, season. Yeah, I was going to say, it, I think having closure on, on things helps you put that behind you and step into the new um, and step into the next phase or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I think it's it just, it helps you put kind of a marker moment um, and say that's done now I can move on to the next thing mm-hmm. so and we get that yeah. often in life we do get that and so mm-hmm. when when we have had that and then there's something that comes up that doesn't have that closure it feels like what do, what do I do with this the other thing that happens is it does keep cropping up because you're still desiring that closure mm-hmm. in that um, and so we're not going to go into specifics because some of the stuff that we're talking well almost all of it involves other people and um, well, or other situations, yeah, or, or, or other situations, yeah. or things we've seen from um, that kind of thing, or like it was us and someone else, and like we both have things to own in it, um, and so that's why we're not going to go very specific into our stories with this. But we'll uh, enough that you guys are going to probably. I, I think it's actually better when we don't go into specifics because mm. you may. Uh, yeah, you may be going through something that's semi-similar, but if you heard us be very specific, you may say, oh, never mind, that's not what I'm doing. I can't relate to that. And so that's where we're going a little bit broader here with this. Yeah. Um, and I think probably the most apt um, uh, example um, would be like with people, with relationships. This is probably where this most commonly comes up is because you want to have some kind of closure with somebody. There's things left unsaid. There's... Um, 
you know, again, it doesn't mean those things have to be perfectly said, but maybe there's things left unsaid, that kind of stuff. And you're just really desiring that. Mm. Um, and we have been in situations where 100% that has happened. Um, the relationship has ended for various reasons, or um, it could be like work involved or those kinds of things. Frankly, it could be church involved. It can be personal. It can be mm. friendships. I mean, name a relationship. It could, uh, you know, family member, all of that. And this happens often right mm-hmm. um you know i was talking to a friend recently who has like set some really hard boundaries with a family member recently and she said like i said all these things of like this is my kind of my closure and why i'm setting these boundaries but i realized that like i actually want them to say some things back and they haven't and that mm-hmm. is the hardest part and that is what is the hardest part because relationships are two ways and so even when it comes to a difficult point even if it is time to move on from that relationship that job, whatever it may be, that that church, whatever it can be, um, especially when there's hurt involved, which often in relationships there's going to, we've hurt mm-hmm. each other, <laughs> yeah, definitely, um, and that kind of thing. And so it's it's wanting to have closure. And I feel like um, I think this was probably always a thing, but I feel like unfortunately what we're shown in like movies and TV shows and stuff is kind of that like not always. I hate a, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I personally don't love when there's this loose hanging thread and the show ends or the movie ends or something like, but wait, like Goodwill Hunting, one of my favorite movies of all time, <laughs> but you don't get to see what happens. Yeah. He goes to get the girl. Sorry. I've just spoilered that if yeah, you haven't seen that alert. before, but you don't know what happens. Yeah. And so I think too, I think also I want to say it's not always a negative thing. No. Like closure, like getting, trying to find closure in things is not always a negative thing, especially in relationships. Like Goodwill Hunting is a perfect example. Like, like f- finding closure in that movie, like you want to know, but like that's a positive thing. You wanting to know like how things work out and all that kind of stuff. So I think I don't I don't want it to always feel like you know what we're talking about. Always these are negative experiences. Actually, there's like good things and positive things that happen that you you know there just needs sometimes there isn't an ability to find closure in that, but um, sometimes we desire that. So. So I think the thing is, uh, those are kind of like, uh, gosh, there's nothing more that I I put a book down that Pat will hear me go, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know what happened to them at the end. (laughs) Mm. Um, And that kind of thing. And that's, that's really hard. It's really hard. um, Yeah, it's, it's really hard if you feel in particular, and none of us are perfect in this. But if you feel in particular like you have tried to prevent like present closure to somebody, mm-hmm. um, whether that is like, I apologize for these things I've done, that kind of thing, and there's no response. Um, because again, we just, we hope that there's a response, right? That it's a two-way thing, like this is how it is in our marriage. Like when, when we run into something that is hurtful to one another, that is, um, you know, we're arguing about or something like that, like... It's a two-way thing. We usually, um, well, always, there's always both of us own something in it, right? Yeah. And so it's talking back and forth and finding that. And, um, you know, and, and that may be in the relationship that you're thinking through or that you have been in and stuff like that. The result may be this is it, this is done, this is an ending thing. Or it may be let's find a solution moving forward. But when there's none of the two-way thing and it's a one-sided thing and there's nothing from the other side, that is so hard. Um, mm-hmm. It's the things that run over through in your head mm-hmm. of like, well, what would their response be? Like, what what does that look like? That kind of thing. Um, and I think you know, yeah. it, it's it, it it's hard to let go of that. Yeah, I would I would say too. Like, I think when you have this, 
when you've kind of put yourself forward um, in some sort of situation with a relationship or whatever it is, and there isn't any closure from your side, from from the other side, or like you know you feel like you've said the things that you need to say and all that kind of stuff. I, I know for me personally, then if it's not kind of reciprocated, like it kind of lingers. It just continues to linger on my mind. If there's any something comes up later on, you know, months down the line, years down the line, whatever it is, um, it can like spiral you back into that situation, um, which then allows you to be stuck. I think that that's the biggest thing that I really struggle with. Um, sometimes when there's no closure is I feel stuck. I feel like I can't, um, you know, move forward, right? Like we talked about, like you're trying to close a chapter and start a new one. Mm. Um, but in a lot of ways, I think if there isn't any closure, if there's a, you know, if it, it's not quite right, I think especially for me, I get stuck in that. And I'm, I don't know how you feel, but like that, you know, I definitely think that that's something that potentially spirals me in a, in a way that isn't healthy it's not good um and yeah and so i think you know how do we then like move forward if we aren't having that closure is really hard so and we're coming at this you guys saying we're not perfect in this yeah. like this mm. is something we're still learning there have been some things in recent years that have been really hurtful that there hasn't been any ounce of closure um, we've tried and there's been nothing responded. Um, and so, you know, I, I think a couple of things that have been helpful for us and some of these we're still working through. Mm. <laughs> so I'm saying that one is do what you can from your side. So it may be, you know, I've had a situation years and years ago where I had a final conversation with somebody with a friendship and we both realized that like this, this friendship is done for the season. And that is really hard. Um, it was for various reasons and that kind of thing. But we had a face-to-face conversation. As hard as it was to walk away from that and, and get in my car and, and be, I mean, it was a very close friend. And to be sobbing on the way home and stuff, I thought, okay, that was closure. We both said what we needed to say to each other. We did it in the most loving way we could. And we sent each other off. Do I miss that friendship? Do I miss what that friendship looked like? 100%. I miss it all the time. I'm getting choked up thinking about it. <laughs> um, but... I had closure like mm-hmm. in it. I knew like where we both of us stood, whether we agreed, we definitely did not agree with each other um, on those things and everything. But it felt like I walked away thinking like, okay, that was for that season. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And now I have to move on. And like we said before, it's really hard when that's not there. And so we have mm-hmm. done things like we have written a letter is often the easiest way. Don't be nasty in it. This is like you. No basically saying really take a look if you need to go like to a therapist or something to help you do something like this um i think when i say write a letter there's two options with a letter you're just writing it for yourself so you can get that out there and just dump that all out there or number two you actually do send it give it to the person email it to the person whatever way you have of communicating with them if you think that's not going to be too hurtful for them mm. um, and when i say working with a therapist on it like we did this and it was really good for them to have someone else read through the letter and be like oh you're trying to put blame there this is not what we're doing here we're owning up to our personal mm. things that you can say i'm sorry 
because of X. I'm sorry because of this situation. Sometimes in some situations, you're not going to have much to apologize for because it, it may be way more one-sided than the other. Or you might have the most to apologize or for. Or exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the opposite. <laughs> um, and in either of those situations, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, especially if you decide to give it to that person or whatever it may be, um, you can't expect a response. And that's the hardest part is, mm-hmm. you know, we want a response. We do that. Um, and so if you decide on that number two part that you actually are going to send it to the person or, or organization or whatever it may be, it's letting go and know, here, I have owned up to what I need to own up for and that kind of thing. And this is all I can do. Um, I have done many times where I have done the letter where I've just written it for myself. And that sounds weird. Um but it is freeing in many ways mm. that I can be like, that is, that's off now. Um, doesn't mean it never comes back up, but it is something about um, just releasing that and thinking like, okay, like uh, what, even though I have not said this, cause sometimes that's not a healthy thing to do either. It's, it will cause more drama, if you will, or hurt to send it to somebody. Um, but there's something that happens when you do that and you write it out and everything like that. Um, so not getting a response is really hard. Um, I think I didn't realize, I realized it was hard in a situation we've had like in the past, uh, again, more recently, um, in the past like 10 years or so. And um, yeah, it was hard not to get a response. We spent a lot of time writing a letter um, mm. and really thinking through it and really having someone walk us through different parts we needed to own and we needed to apologize for. And then really wishing these people well too, like not, not being like, oh, well, good luck to you. Yeah, not like that. Um, and that kind of thing. And we didn't get a response and we still haven't had a response. And I didn't realize until I was listening to a podcast that was similar to something we've experienced. And they had like, I don't know, it was like five years later, some people had responded to them finally and apologized. And I started crying and realized, oh, I still want that. So mm-hmm. when we say like we're kind of releasing, it doesn't mean that you still don't have yeah. it somewhere in you yeah. that you are like, oh, like I I would like to hear like the things they could own up to as well. Um, it still is slightly in there. So I don't want to have the false expectation of like, mm-hmm. you write these letters, whichever you do, keep it for yourself. Right. And, and then it's fine it, and, and it's, it's goes away. Yeah, yeah. It's magic. Sure. Yeah. It's not magic. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think, but I think doing that, doing those letters, doing, doing that process in your, within yourself um, and owning the things that you need to own up to um, really helps kind of, if you're not going to get closure from one side, it, it, it helps push the process within yourself forward to closure if that makes mm-hmm. any sense again we're saying we've done some of that stuff we've we've tr- you know we we have walked through that process and we haven't heard back but yet at the same time it doesn't necessarily fully go away in some ways um and so i think um so i i guess yeah like my saying we want to be a little bit realistic as far as like some of that stuff is still live and active even for us currently you know it doesn't go away in some ways um because some some wounds right from different relationships are very deep like really deep and so that's why when i I said like even with the letter thing like it's really wise if you have a trusted therapist to like walk through with that um and i know you may have different feelings about therapy we can't recommend it enough um we wouldn't have gotten through some different seasons without that and 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 be able to even talk about this frankly Mm. um and so the letters are an option. And then I think the other thing is, 
and, and this, I guess I want to be careful how I say this, but the other option, that, well, it's not an option. I think all these things together are what helps us mm. when there isn't closure um, is to have trusted people you can talk to. And when I say this, I do not mean people that you go and you complain to about those people all the time. Mm. Like that's actually not that healthy to do and totally have done it before. And so calling myself out and us in that. Yeah, definitely. It's more people maybe that have experienced similar things. Um, People who have navigated this before. It may look different, Mm -hmm. but they don't, they haven't had closure in something in their lives. And so they may have some wisdom to share with you. It may be somebody that you can just send a quick text to, to say, Hey, I'm really having these hard feelings today about this situation two years later from it or something Mm -hmm. that they can, you know, respond to you and they know it and they understand what you're talking about and that kind of thing. And they can give you encouragement in that time. Um, So I think that is super, super helpful, just as long as there's the understanding that like, it's not like you're gossiping, complaining person. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I think it's, it's not, you know, pushing out that complaining aspect to it. It's more of just saying, hey, you know, I'm really struggling with this at the moment. Um, You know, I've done my best on my part, but I'm still struggling with this. Can you, you know, do you have any advice? Do you have any wisdom? How have you walked through your situation? Like that kind of thing, especially when you're reaching out to people that have gone through something similar or or just are, you know, a couple steps ahead of you that might have some wisdom in it um, is really, really helpful. Um, because I think a lot of times, I know for me, talking with somebody um, and just processing it out loud really helps like change my perspective on maybe where I'm at at that moment or whatever. And so... Um, that one is definitely helpful for me. So, mm. yeah. And especially if you know someone that can look from both sides. Mm. It, it, it's hard, of course, and I do this too. When I have a close friend that's going through something and they're struggling in a relationship, of course, I'm going to always see them in the better light than the other person. And and sometimes that is the case. But like, so it's good to have somebody that is good at looking like, uh, like one of our friends, like has always said, like the mountaintop view to be able to be like, I see these things going on from up here. And to be able to present that to you is really wise and really good. Yes, you still need those friends that are in your corner that are like, what? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. That's important too. But like, it's really good to have a couple of people that maybe can give you more of that wider breadth of thinking of like, of, of and it's hard, of challenge you being like, mm, do you think you have something to own in that? Do you mm-hmm. think maybe you could have said that better? Those kinds of things. Those are really hard, but those are some things to hear, but those have been very helpful. Um, I think the thing that I would recommend probably both of us would recommend because we've done it is to uh in that relationship when you don't have closure a very unhealthy thing to do is to continue to follow those people on social media is continue to try and like google what are they doing now or things like that you will do it eventually um but like unfollow Uh, it's just not um when there's still hurt there and there hasn't been closure even if there has frankly been closure um yeah and it's still hurtful though it's really hard to see someone else maybe doing the same thing that was hurtful to you, uh, but they don't recognize it or mm. acting as if they've never done anything wrong or, or whatever it may be. Um, well, that's more from your perspective. That's from your perspective, I guess exactly. That you're looking True. at that and seeing you're oh, seeing that. whatever. But or frankly, like we so, have some friends that we know that have dealt with some stuff that then it's, it's called something. I've totally lost um, what the phrase is called when somebody's writing a post a social media post and it is directed at you but they don't use your name what is that called it has a name to it and i've completely forgotten it at the moment um 
that's happened to us. It's not trolling, is it? It's not trolling. It has a different name. Um, I feel like that's all our kids talk about in our house. Yes. um, But that can be so hurtful if you see that. Now, we've had it where some friends have been like, oh, so-and-so made a post. And I totally, and I was like, nope, don't want to know. Like, Mm. don't tell me. Or they've screenshot, or unfortunately, sometimes they've screenshotted it and sent it to us. And we're like, oh, (laughs) that would have been nicer for you not to do that, actually. Um, And so, first of all, don't do that. Don't be, that just makes it worse. So um, if you're struggling with something in a relationship and stuff, I'm a writer. And so I do tend to write things out. But I will write more on the struggle side of things, not pointed at the person, if that makes any sense. Because Mm -hmm. that just makes it worse um, in your closure and you finding your personal closure in it. That really doesn't help to... Mm -hmm call somebody out and a majority of people can figure out who it is or something like that like that's just not helpful um and so and and i would say you know uh, we know uh, somebody one of our single friends that um has been like dating and stuff like that has gone through this where they have been like dating for a while and then just completely ghosted so talk about no closure with that um, and completely all of a sudden not hearing from the person, but they were following them on social media. And so they keep following them on social media and that kind of thing. And like, that would be, that would be another example of not having closure yeah. and not great idea to keep following them. Just completely block them and things like that. Yeah, That's helpful. I know for me, um, I did just block it, block those people completely. And that sounds weird to put the block thing on it, but I didn't want them seeing mm. my stuff either. If that makes any sense. Um, not always, that's not the case for everyone, but like if there really is a certain situation that you think, um, I mean, I can think of some extreme things. We know that friends have gone through that. That is the most, you have to block them. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes it's like, I'm not sure. And sometimes it's just a realization that it wouldn't be healthy on either side of, of the fence, if that makes any sense. Um, sometimes it's not a big deal. Like there are other people I haven't had closure with that, like if something comes up with them, I'm in a really healthy place with it and it doesn't bother me. Like that's, that's okay. Mm. Um, and so you just have to sort it out with yourself, um, with that, but it it would be at least a recommendation for a long period of time to not be Mm, uh, following them on social media or something like that, because that makes it, makes it more difficult. And so I don't think we've given you guys answers. (laughs) Because no. there is no complete answer in any of this of what is because your situation is going to be different. That's why we didn't go into complete specifics. I guess I gave a, a specific of ghosting and dating and stuff. But yeah, um, your situation is going to be different. There are sometimes I know like our kids have been really good friends with other kids. And like we've been close with that family for a season and then the kids grow apart and it's not that we're not still friends with those parents, but it looks different. And so it's that's another kind of weird closure thing yeah. of like that's a closure of a season of now we're going to get together with the parents, but maybe it's not like anything dramatic has happened with mm-hmm. the kids. It's just they they change, they evolve, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's always kind of weird. You know, some of those parents we've had conversations with, that kind of thing. So, I mean, there are so many examples yeah. of things that are like maybe – what's the right word lower level of closure and like a higher level of closure yeah. that you wish you had and and life unfortunately has too has a lot of it yeah as much as we want to think at all i think the biggest thing too is like understanding the why do you need the closure um in it and i think you know there are certain things that we do need closure specific like really hardcore closure in it to like move forward <laughs> you know um but hopefully some of these um you know little tidbits and and advice that we can that we've given you can really help you kind of make that next step 
um, when you don't have closure. Um, I think that that's the hardest thing. But like, I know for me, it's always, you know, I always fall back onto that. Why do I need closure in this? You know, again, with like, uh, you know, with friends and, you know, our kids' friends that, you know, eventually it's changing and stuff like that. Like that example, like, why do I need closure in that relationship? Um, I don't know if I need closure in that relationship. It's just right now in this season, we're just not hanging out with them as much, you know, so it might not be anything that anyone's done, you know, <laughs> that kind of yeah. thing. So it's just understanding that I think is super helpful. And I think there are some closures too, like, I mean, that the person has passed away mm-hmm. or that kind of thing, or you don't have access to that person anymore. And I, I know a friend went through some therapy where like the, per- the therapist like set an empty chair up at their meeting and basically was like this is your chance to have closure with this person and that sounds cheesy maybe but like i could see how that would be really powerful Mm -hmm. um i've personally not had that um yet but like i could see how that would be very powerful because then there's there's absolutely no expecting a return right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's not possible and so how do you find closure in that um or at least your personal closure in it because you're not going to expect something at all from that person. And those can be extremely painful, um, unsaid things, that kind of thing. Um, and, and I have heard the advice sometimes of like, leave nothing unsaid (laughs) and, and you've got to navigate whether it is healthy for those unsaid things to be said to that person, (laughs) or again, write yourself a letter, do the chair thing, do whatever that looks like that it just needs to be said to yourself. Like Mm. you just need to say it to yourself. You need to own up to some things and it will help you in whatever next relationship or like you were saying, like a similar thing, situation that comes up, it will be less triggering. Mm. It will be less, um, yeah, it will be less hurtful already. Like bringing that into a new relationship is really hard and that person has no clue maybe of what your past is Mm. um, and that kind of thing that they would even have a, inkling that that would be triggering triggering for you so that's why it's important and if you do because they're gonna like pat said it's gonna come up there's gonna be stuff they're like oh this seems familiar and you start to kind of like close in go into your shell that mm-hmm. kind of thing those are really good things to pay attention to and like then seek out help during those times um to to navigate yeah. through that so Sorry for the hard topic, but we're all about being vulnerable here and not like just skimming over things. And since it feels like a lot of people are dealing with it right now, um, we just wanted to talk about it and and say there's no pretty bow. Unfortunately, we're all going to have to navigate not having closure in life. And it unfortunately... I want to be like, oh, that's the season we did, and that's never going to happen again. That's not true. And I think, too, there's not, like, a certain way or a certain system that's going to fit every situation, right? And so, yeah, you're just sometimes going to not have that closure. Yeah, and that's why we've just given you – again, I don't even know if the word – I used the word advice earlier. I don't even know if it's advice or, like, tips. It's more like here's some things we've done and have been helpful – I know there's other things out there that are helpful too that we haven't actually tapped into yet or tried and that kind of stuff. And so there are tons of stuff that you can look at for resources and things like that. But these are just a couple ideas of things that we've done that have been helpful. Mm. It doesn't mean we have complete closure on things, um, but that they've been helpful in in navigating into the next season and in a new relationship or a new work thing or or whatever it looks like. I think, when there has been yeah, I, mean, I think it's as well as like maybe you're listening today and you're like, oh, I haven't actually thought about that. And that is kind of holding me back in this or, you know, mm-hmm. not realizing it. So hopefully even even if you didn't get much from this podcast, at least if, uh, you know, you realize maybe this is something that you need to 
step into a little bit with yourself. Um, I hope that's a win today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Really true. Well, we are so thankful for you guys listening. Um, do let us know. We're fine talking about this hard stuff, you guys. <laughs> um, so do let us know if you have, <clears throat> excuse me, questions or um, things that you're like, yeah, what do you guys think about this? We'd love to talk about it. Um, and again, we're not always like we've come to you today to say this is not something we're perfect at. This is something we're constantly you Far know, from. in. Um, and that kind of thing. And we are not going to always have this three-step plan for you. However, we think that's how most things are in life. There's not a three-step plan to like do these certain things. <laughs> um, and so do let us know your questions and everything. You can send those to us over on at Laurent Collective at Instagram or pop onto our website, laurentcollective.com and email us or whatever way it is Leave easiest. Leave a comment on YouTube. A comment you on YouTube. Yeah. Whatever way is easiest for you to get in touch with us, we're fine with that. Um, and we would be, yeah would be fun it's to talk great about to hear from things. you yeah yeah exactly thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time see ya thanks for joining us on today's episode of the laurent collective podcast if you enjoyed today's podcast be sure to subscribe and leave a review which helps others find our podcast continue the conversation with us over on instagram at laurent collective we look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next